Welcome again to another episode of Ask Carrot. This is a special edition of Ask Carrot. I am going to be your host today. My name is Kylie Newbold. I'm excited to be here with you all. Today, the topic is Facebook marketing for agents, for investors, and I'm really excited about the episode today uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I love talking about Facebook. Uh, Number two, we recently celebrated the one-year anniversary of the Facebook Leads Masterclass Advanced Edition. It's kind of a mouthful. Um, For those of you that don't know, that is a resource that is uh, for Carrot members uh, that teaches basically how to run advertising on Facebook, how to generate leads via Facebook. And since we launched that about a year ago, we've had hundreds of students or members go through that course. Um, Some of them are the direct business owner, so the investor uh, or the agent. Some of them are team members from those teams, and some of them are actually like VAs that came and took the course, which is awesome. And for those of you that don't know, uh, I actually created the course in conjunction with Carrot as a partner and, and have since joined the Carrot team, uh, which uh, happened back in January. Uh, super exciting and a cool development there. But I've really had the opportunity to see a lot of people grow and develop inside of the course. And what I've also had the opportunity to do is host uh, many, many coaching calls where I got on the phone with people who were trying to figure things out that were having successes and having challenges. And one of the things, and uh, I got asked a lot of questions. So what I decided today is we're going to pull out some of those most frequently asked questions, and I'm going to answer them right here on this uh, episode of Ask Carrot. So Without further ado, let's jump in. The first question uh, that I wanted to start with is a really quick and easy one, but we get it all the time. And that question is, should I use a different pixel for my seller and my buyer site? So this question usually comes from investors who are using a different website for their cash buyers than from their motivated sellers, which is the strategy that we recommend for a lot of reasons. And Uh, Before I get into the answer to the question, I'm going to back up just a second for anyone who doesn't know what is a Facebook pixel. Really quickly, Facebook pixel is the tracking code that goes on your website that allows Facebook to integrate and it allows you to retarget. It allows you to track conversions. Basically, it's the connection between your website and the Facebook ads platform. So the quick answer to this question Yes, you should use a different pixel if you are an investor. If you're an agent, the same pixel actually works great. And usually an agent is using the same site for their buyers and their sellers. Um, let, let me, let me talk, go into a little bit more detail as to why that is. So if you think about as an investor, you really have two different audiences. You have your cash buyer audience and your message to them is different than your message to your motivated sellers. Uh, and the, the benefit of having two separate pixels, number one, is it's easier to manage audiences and retargeting. Uh, it can be done with a single pixel, which we could get into a whole technical discussion. I'm not going to do that today because I want to make it super simple and easy. If you have separate tracking pixels, it is so much easier to keep those two audiences separate. You don't have to worry about uh, a motivated seller seeing a message that is meant for a cash buyer. And and if you think about it, you put yourself in the mind of a motivated seller or potential motivated seller. If they see an ad from you, 
that says, hey, I have deeply discounted properties. I, I can get you properties for pennies on the dollar. What does, that, what does that do to the message you want that motivated seller to see? Because really what you're trying to, um, the message you want a motivated seller to see is that you can help solve their problem. And yes, you're going to buy that property at a discount, but you're going to help them solve a problem. And so the two messages are conflicting, or they can be conflicting. And if, and if they're not conflicting, they're at minimum confusing. So I absolutely recommend that you have separate tracking pixels. You can run those from the same business manager, so they're actually really easy to manage. Doesn't really complicate things much from a management perspective, but man, it sure makes it easier from a messaging and an audience retargeting perspective. Oh, by the way, this is another question I get uh, as often. This one's this one's uh, super easy. Do I need a Facebook tracking pixel? The answer is yes. If you're going to run any kind of advertising on Facebook, you have to have the pixel if you want to do it efficiently. All right, let's talk about the next question. What should I do with negative comments? Okay, so first of all, if you're asking this question, then congratulations. That means that you're at least paying attention to the comments. I can't tell you how many uh, agents I talk to, how many investors I talk to that ignore the importance of engagement on Facebook. It's, it is a risky thing to do to think of Facebook as purely an outbound ad display platform. Facebook is a social media, obviously, but it is very engagement driven. Not only do people expect that, so users expect companies to engage with them on Facebook, but you're actually rewarded as a business if you engage with people on your ads. So, but what do you do with the negative comments? Now, um, let me back up a second because I also get the question a lot like, okay, so how do, I, how do I really monitor my comments? There's a couple ways you can do this. One is on the Facebook app on your desktop. The other one is on your mobile device. So I use an iPhone and uh, the Facebook ads manager or the Facebook page manager. Both of those are good apps to have, and there's ways that you can manage those um, on, on your phone as well. So I would highly recommend that either yourself or you assign someone on your team that is responsible for monitoring notifications so that you can engage with people and engage with them quickly. All right, now back to the original question. What do you do if the, what do you do if the comment is negative? Well, a friend of mine, Ben Settle, is, uh, I think he said it best. He has this concept of making your skeletons dance. And uh, what he means by that is any sort of negative thing that comes up, uh, anything that people might perceive as negative, um, you actually have the ability to turn that into a positive. No, everybody wants to see a skeleton dancing. If it's just a skeleton that's in your closet, eh, that's not very interesting. But if you can make that skeleton dance, that's interesting. That's exciting. That, that makes people pay attention. In the software world, you're, you'll hear people say, turn a bug into a feature. So if someone posts a negative comment on uh, one of your posts or one of your ads, what I, what I challenge you to do is flip your mindset and think, how can, I, how can I resolve this concern or how can I answer this question in a way that, A, potentially de-escalates the situation with this person, but 
potentially more importantly, B shows anyone else that comes to that comment thread how professional I am, how I'm a problem solver, and gives me an additional opportunity to demonstrate value. Um, and this, this is a unique challenge, but I have found that there are very few situations that you can't turn into an opportunity to make that skeleton dance. So if you're an investor and someone comments on your ad, which by the way, if you are running ads, if you are putting yourself out there online, someone is going to have something negative to say. And it doesn't matter what industry you are in, someone will have something negative to say. So you have to be ready. If someone comments on one of your posts and says, um, you know, don't, don't sell to these guys. They'll only give you pennies on the dollar. You have a couple choices. You could go in and delete that comment. That's totally a choice, totally an option. I would recommend, however, that you go in and you, uh, take some time to think about it first and, uh, and then you respond to them and explain to them how you do what you do. So whatever your personality is or however you want to explain that, you might respond to that comment and say, Hey, so-and-so, uh, you know, that's actually a pretty common misconception. Uh, here's, here's how we do things. Number one, we offer a quick fast cash offer. Uh, this is a little different than listing your house traditionally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to actually take that as an opportunity to educate, to teach, to, uh, to market, and to, again, show people that you are a problem solver, that you are professional. Um, now, if they're straight up belligerent, if they're using like a bunch of profanity, then I don't know. I mean, you can put the hater blockers on, right? I'll put my hater blockers on for a second. Um, and you can delete that comment. You can, uh, you can ban that person if you want to. So uh, that, that's kind of my, that's my method. If the person is being just straight up belligerent and they have no intention of having a conversation or anything like that, then yeah, go ahead and delete them. But Otherwise, I engage with it. I think it's an opportunity. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, Facebook looks at the engagement on your posts or on your ads to decide how many people should see those because more engagement to them is a signal, one of many signals that says this is relevant, this is important, and I uh, we're going to show this to more people. So when you comment, there's a good chance people are going to come back and see that again. <clears throat> So I actually encourage that you engage with every single comment on your post. You should like like their comments, respond to their comments, and uh, heck, even even if someone just tags someone else in the in the in the comments, man, that's an opportunity for you to get in there. Just um, and you know, I don't think you need to be super salesy in there. But hey, if I if I tag my friend in one of your ads and you jump in there and just say. Hey, hey, so-and-so, whoever I tagged, hey, so-and-so, uh, let me know if you have any questions. We'd be happy to chat with you. Bam, there you go. Pretty simple, and now you're just in adding to the engagement on the comments. All right, perfect. Let's go to question number three. And by the way, again, if you guys, you guys that are watching live, thanks so much. Good to see you guys, Zach, Dustin. Daniel, what's up, man? If you guys have questions or comments that you want me to uh, cover, or you guys have tips that you want to share, put them through. I'll, let's let's uh, let's get them in here. All right. The next question I get often: Do I need to post to my page every day, or every week, or how many times a week do I need to post to my page? Uh, I have a couple thoughts on this one. Number one. 
do I need to post to my page every day? I would say no, but here's why. Um, page posts matter, and they also don't matter. Might uh, you guys like this super ambiguous response I'm giving you? I'm going to go into a little more detail and help you understand why, why, uh, why, and what I mean. So, many years ago, when Facebook business pages first became a thing, you would. It was all about gathering likes for your business page and gathering your audience. And you could post once you gathered your audience, man. You could post, and your audience would see those posts. Well, it's now been several years, but I can remember a, it, I can remember it very vividly when Facebook made this change that your audience that you had built with your likes, they're no longer going to see your posts um, as often. Basically, Facebook totally dramatically changed the way that they choose what we as users see in our news feed. I'll give you guys an example. So at the time, I was with The Color Run, and we had um, 3, 4 million plus Facebook likes. And man, we had worked hard to build that audience. We had run ads specific to building our audience, and we would post something to Facebook and it was a blast. We'd hit refresh and literally hundreds and thousands of comments and shares and likes would, would be on that post as we refreshed it. Well, almost like overnight, that changed. And the same type of content that we would post would all of a sudden get, you know, hundreds, which for us was a just a sliver of a percentage. So long story short... If you post things to your page organically, meaning you don't uh, pay to run that as an ad, it's not going to get a lot of visibility. Uh, it just it just isn't. That's the way that Facebook works now. But that being said, you you should have, and there is a big benefit to have content on your page because if someone looks you up on Facebook or someone sees your ad on Facebook, there is a chance that they will click through to your Facebook page and want to see what you're about. So having good content on your Facebook page is super helpful for that, for building social proof, for showing that you are an active business. But I would argue you don't need posts every single day to make that happen. You do need some good content there. You need to show uh, that you are actively selling houses. If you're an agent, you're actively getting listings. You're actively helping people buy homes. So anytime you, you have a listing, you close a deal, you should, you should celebrate that and put it on your page. Absolutely. Uh, same with investors. Anytime you're closing a deal, you should put it on there. Um, get in the habit of being a good content creator. Just think about opportunities for you to create content, whether it's a video or an image that is, a representation of you creating value. So uh, I'm not saying that posting to your page doesn't matter. It does, but you don't need to post every single day. Uh, I think the important thing is that you're strategic about it and that you think about what how that content would maybe be used in ads or would be used other places. So for example, if you're creating videos and we've got someone on the call right now, Zach. I know Zach creates a ton of Facebook videos. He is really good at this. Zach, huge, huge, huge kudos, excuse me, to you uh, for how actively you are creating content. If you're creating videos 
like Zach is, and you have a carrot site, you can use carrots video post tool to create pages on your, to, to increase your SEO. Uh, if you have questions on how to use your video post tool, head over to carrot and, um, and chat us up. We'd love to help you get you the resources you need to use that. But our video post tool is, is a super powerful way to take what you're already doing on Facebook and leverage it on your carrot site. Also vice versa. If you're creating content for your website, man, there's probably an opportunity to get that onto your Facebook page as well. So long story short, post content on your page. Yes, absolutely. But also know that the visibility of that content is limited. So if you really want people to see that content, you need to have a good cohesive ad strategy. All right. Um, I got one last question that I'm going to go through uh, quickly. And then if anyone else has any other questions, toss them in and we'll try to wrap those up. We're going to make this a, uh, a quick episode this week. Um, the last question I get is what do I do if my ads aren't performing? And that is, that's a big question. That's sort of like coming to a mechanic and saying, uh, Hey, what do I do if my car isn't working? Well, there's a lot of things that could be wrong with your car if your car isn't working. But I will tell you that there are, um, there is a three-step optimization framework that I have created uh, for this purpose. And I have seen, I, I built this over about uh, 10 years or so of experience, not just on Facebook, but in PPC, in email, in sales. I mean, there's lots of different ways that this can apply. And it's a three-step framework that looks at uh, the first piece of the framework is how many people am I reaching and am I reaching the right people? The second step of the framework is what kind of response am I getting? So online, that's typically clicks or views, depending on your, your, what you're trying to achieve. And the last one is are people taking uh, the end result action. So are they converting? Are they becoming a lead? If you're running e-commerce e ads, are they purchasing? So there's a three-step optimization framework. I will grab the link for that thing and I will throw it in the comments here. We'll put it in the, um, the show notes as well. If you're listening to the audio version of this and, uh, I, I, I have seen this thing work for, uh, many, many, many people, it's something I something that uh, I think could work really well for anyone that's struggling here going, like, well, what, do, what do I do? How do I troubleshoot my ads? Because like I said, coming at coming at a question like that from such a broad question is really difficult. You need the you need a way to get in there and diagnose things a little bit better and then take things step by step, much like a mechanic would if they're looking to uh, repair a vehicle. And uh, that, that three-step optimization framework actually is a part of the Facebook Leads Masterclass Advanced Edition. That, it, that comes from, that, uh, from the class. That came out of people asking questions and, and me really wanting to create a framework to empower people uh, on, on, on how to do that themselves. So, by the way, that URL is carrot.com slash Facebook slash optimization dash guide. It's kind of a mouthful, so it is in the comment. Uh, it is in the comments in the show notes and you can, uh, you can check it out there. But that kind of brings me to uh, my next point, something I'm really excited about. So I mentioned at the beginning of the, I mentioned at the beginning of this that the Facebook leads class is about a year old, a little over a year. 
And what I'm excited to let everyone know is that we have created a handful of updates to the course. So one of the things I promised and one of the things I was so passionate about uh, when Trevor and I first decided to uh, create this course was that it would be a living, breathing course, that it would remain relevant for people. So a lot of things change over the course of a year inside Facebook. And actually, we've done many updates. And through coaching calls, we've done updates. But uh, we we have a couple of big update videos that we're excited to get into the course. Those are coming soon, probably in the next 30 days. And if you're already in the course, then um, perfect. You will get access to all of those updates. Um, if you're not in the course and you're interested in it, uh, you can go to that uh, Facebook optimization guide page that will give you more information if you follow the prompts there, or you can reach out to us. We're happy to um, answer questions for you. You can also just go to carrot.com slash Facebook and you will learn more about it there. Perfect. That is it, you guys. That is Ask Carrot for this week, uh, all about Facebook. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, I loved uh, I loved having you on. Hopefully what we put out here for you today was super valuable. As always, if you have questions, um, follow-up, uh, input, feedback, we want to hear it. Find us on, come join us on Facebook. And also, if you have something that you'd love to see us cover in a future Ask Carrot episode, then uh, let us know as well. You can come to carrot.com and open up the chat window and chat with us. You can let us know on Facebook. We will listen, and we want to make sure that we provide as much value uh, to you as we can during these Ask uh, during these Ask Carrot episodes. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Glad I could be here with you. Thanks, thanks for those of you that joined, and we'll catch you on the next episode.